A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. What's up, signers? Before we get into today's episode, we have some updates. First update is we are having a live event. We are having our triple wedding reception astrology mixer here in Los Angeles, Saturday, January 7th, 2023, starting at 2 p.m., little daytime mixer at 4100 Bar in Silver Lake. We are encouraging wedding attire. You can wear your old wedding dress, bridesmaid dress, blazer suit, a prom look. I think that counts. So come dressed up, ready to mingle with all the cute little Astro peeps in and around the Los Angeles SoCal area. There's going to be some cocktail and mocktail specials. And we are giving away an astrology reading from the three of us at What's Your Sign to whoever catches the bouquet. So it should be a really fun event. We love 4100 Bar. I always have a good time there. And we're all just going to hang out on Saturday, January 7th. So if you're in the Los Angeles area, come through. Our second announcement news is we are still in our sale period for our Google Calendar subscription. What is that? If you haven't seen, we posted, we made a Google Cal subscription with all the Astro info for 2023. So for just $5, you sign up for our Google Cal, which has all the transits, ingresses, new moons, full moons, retrograde, shadow periods, all for 2023. It all gets synced to your Google Calendar. It's super easy. Honestly, we made this because we wanted this for our Google Calendar. So um, this is just the beginning of our Google Calendar subscription. So It's $5 flat one-time fee for the entire year for 2023. That does go up in the new year on January 1st. It goes up to $10. So for just $5, 
get yourself a calendar. It's so nice to have it right there at your fingertips on your Google Cal. Look, I love apps. I love books. But I use my Google Cal every day and just seeing, oh, Venus moved into Pisces or, oh, the Mercury retrograde shadow period started today right under my meeting or a lunch I'm about to take. It's just really handy. To sign up, just Venmo at where, when, whatever. Five bucks on Venmo. Include the email you want for your email subscription. We'll see you at 4100 Bar on Saturday the 7th. We'll see you in your Google calendars and enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. And I'm in the Christmas spirit this year. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling it. No Grinch present. The Grinch was here and he has left the building. All right. Previously Grinching. I'm saying I've caught the spirit as well. I'm in holiday mode. All right. I'm in. It's cute. I've been watching my favorite holiday movies. Uh, I did. We're all going to watch a movie tonight, too. We're about to watch our Patreon watch along. This will already be out by the time you've missed out, but we'll have more of those if you join us on Patreon. Patreon. Just something to keep in mind. Slash you what's don't your sign miss podcast. Out. <laughs> yeah, come through. We, we, got, we, got, we got a little bit of community. Actually, I was laughing. I tagged you, Julia, because um, Kun posted a pic of us all, a screenshot of you, me, and Chris Brennan all drinking Cokes. In that episode, oh, I, I clocked that too. I saw it. I was like, oh my God, they all took a sip of their Coke at the same time. And we're taking like very high sips. Like the, it's just a very kind of a my alarming image and I didn't want to see it. And now I can't unsee it. And I want a Renaissance painting I, of look, it. Look, full Coke <laughs> is back. Oh, yeah. well, c- Christmas time too, especially because there's just so many good meals that go with Coca-Cola. And I have all my Coca-Colas left over from the wedding still. I have a few sleeves and it's, it's been a, there's been some two, three Coke days. You just have to get rid of them. Well, that's my mindset is like, I'm going to drink these at some point. So I might as well drink five in one sitting and get them out of my house faster. Cause there's no, I'll just like glacially move through these. It's like, no, this is heroin. I love this stuff. (laughs) And I'm going to have one for breakfast, lunch, and dinner until my teeth fall out. Just suck on that. That's very like, Christmassy. It makes me think of the polar bears and the commercial. Oh, yeah. And Santa. The commercials. Yeah, the Santa commercials. The Hershey Bells. I love that they haven't changed a thing with the little Hershey kisses doing the bell routine. Because yeah. they're like, yes, I'm also almost finally done with my Mad Men rewatch. And it's like, there's just some ads that just don't need to change. And there's some things that are going to stay iconic. The Hershey Bells popping off. I did try to go to the Griffith train ride, arrived. There was 9,000 children turned around. So I'm hoping to go maybe after the Christmas mania. 
Maybe well, Jerry Mercury retrograde. I'll get stuck on the train and and in upside down in a Christmas. It doesn't go upside down, but that's that's what I always think of. I go to like theme parks all the time when it's Mercury retrograde, and I always get stuck, never upside down, but in the rides. And I need to. <sighs> I know I got stuck in the Simpsons ride at Universal, oh, and it doesn't no. do anything. Oh, but it is yeah, that it's weird a room. One. Yeah, and yeah. it's you're just. One of the lap belts keeping you in and no one's coming and a door is closed. It was like a little bit of like elevator stops kind of it, elevator stops. Yes. It felt like, is, well, or is this saw? Like, are we all supposed to start murdering each other <laughs> <laughs> in the next we were, spot? We're going to get instructions. <laughs> we were at City Walk last night and they had, Ooh, I don't know if they have. You're it still every, there from your Zoom I'm background. still here. <laughs> I took this picture last night, actually. Um, and I wanted to try to move the King Kong down so you could see the hat, Christmas hat, but we got the mistletoe anyway. Um, the They had a huge Hanukkah celebration. It was really, really cool. And I don't know if they do it every night of Hanukkah, but it was really, really, really neat to see it. It was it, huge. It was lit. Yeah. Pun intended, obviously, but Hanukkah. also it was packed it was energetic. It was beautiful. I was very moved. I almost cried because anytime, just like po- performance, I don't know. Anytime mm-hmm. there's like people dancing and singing along and people were singing That's, along no, to sweet. songs. Well, and it was cool because it was like, you know, sometimes at City Walk, it's performances that are people up and coming or trying to gain popularity and this was clearly people that were popular and the songs were i'm assuming it was like a traditional a take on a traditional hanukkah song because everyone was singing along a lot too but i was like i don't know you just don't see that and also in the face of all of the recent anti-semitism and everything Mm -hmm. to see people out and celebrating was really cool it was awesome i took it where's my invite Sorry, we went kidding. to see Avatar. I know. I was like, we didn't uh, know it was going to be. Do you want to see it front. again? Yeah, yeah. I do actually. You do. Let's okay. Go. Yeah. Invite me. I'm sorry. I'm. Just, I mm-hmm. I've never seen Avatar one, but I just saw the trailer for Avatar two the other night, and I was like, I can get easily behind this. This Waterworld Avatar looks. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it was the same as the first one, but it was okay. the visual mm-hmm. stuff and the water stuff and like the. There was a lot of like, oh, we're just surfing. Like, and I was like, I love this part. Like, it's very my favorite show, Planet Earth, um, where you're like, oh, we're just like watching like some cool animals that don't exist or whatever. I think we talked about this in an episode. I don't remember if we did it in like the year ahead or if this was just when we were maybe talking about Jupiter and Aries. Um, oh yeah but the last time there was a Jupiter Neptune conjunction was when I believe the first avatar came out and then oh. this one now in in Pisces and we have Nep- avatar water way of the water um, which was very cool and it is a immersive experience for sure uh, 3d you got to see it, see it in I mean see it however but definitely if it if an IMAX well, is available you to get, you, if you get motion sickness, don't don't see it in 3D yeah. and don't see it in IMAX. I, yes. I in the first maybe 20 minutes, I was like, I'm gonna have to leave the theater. Um, but I also felt like it was very elemental. That first hour was probably mostly fire and air, which yeah. is not my like forte astrologically. So mm-hmm. once we got to water and earthy stuff, I was like, ah, I could I could be here all day. 
I noticed that too, and and because they do reference the first movie where they talk about the sky people a lot, and mm-hmm. that was when I believe that conjunction was in Aquarius. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, if I might be wrong, <laughs> it sounded right. It sounded right. I'm saying it authoritatively, and I believe it wholeheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to believe that, so I will choose to also believe that. Uh, um, I think it could work. Jupiter conjunction. I'm looking this up. No, there's a there's a Mary. There's a merry feeling, and you know what? Because of the white lotus memes, and I've been t- like now I've been stopped in my tracks talking about white lotus a lot to a lot of different people, and it's just I can't remember what the last pop culture thing was, but it was one of those like the nation needed this. Like there, this was a morale booster. I think Avatar is doing a similar thing for people right now. It's like sometimes you do just need media that's just making people feel a little bit better about their lives versus feeling like they're in the slog. Because even watching TV has become a slog in many ways, especially feeling that in the pandemic of infinite choice and then not great return. And it, are we even still in a golden age of television? I did just come from the Academy of motion pictures museum, the new <gasps> museum in LA y'all God, this is going to sound like a sponsored ad and maybe, maybe they should. Awesome. If you like the Oscar montages go because that is the land of montage. If you like stuff like, oh, that's the thing from the movie, then go. Also, it's on the LACMA, LACMA grounds. So it's just like, okay, we're building a museum world over here. There's a great patio. The restaurant looked good. Didn't go in, but it looked very charming. And their deck for the influencers out there, for the, for the people only there for the pics, their deck view of the hills is like probably one of the coolest viewpoints I've seen in the city. Just very panoramic. Um but also just, I don't know, because I went with my Leo King and he's also a child of LA where he's like, this is so masturbatory. And I'm just like, it's a museum. Of course, it's this is all like a nod to cinema. And it's people who've spent this whole world making it and then also then celebrating it. Like this whole industry revolves around making these things and then having big shows to, of like uh, preserving it and celebrating it and commemorating it. So you have to be like, it's for dorks for sure. Or influencers who like, I just saw like one couple taking very weird pictures in front of the like black history of film, like section. I was like, I don't think they know what they're doing a rap squat in front. <laughs> like this is, <laughs> this is like about gone with the wind and mid- there was a lot of also like reckoning with like racist history and animation and, and film in general, but it would always be like this one like tablet to the side they're like and here's all the racist parts of disney and you're like oh like there it is all laid out on one like big screen tablet but i'm glad they like weren't like and this wasn't without totally fucked up shit too along the way um, like so, that you're like wait, this is gonna sound I... like a sponsored ad and then you're like and then i'm like dorks I... <laughs> <laughs> movie nerds wait, can, love I... It. can i back you up to white lotus because i haven't yes. seen the second season of course. Are you telling me it's a feel good? Like I'm going to feel good after watching it? No, I think it's hitting the same thing. And I'd be curious. Maybe there's there's oh well, there's always astrological reasonings for things. It's we're in such a pro viewing the cringe right now. I think love is blind hit a similar button for people of like, look at these cringe people doing cringe things. We all do cringe things, but not like that cringe. So I think there does do this thing of like being able to view elements of yourself, but not feel like, well, I'm the worst 
like the version like most extreme version of being a very very cringe desperate person even though we all are it's the same thing with and this you'll make when you watch the second season you'll know like Portia who's the assistant who wears all the like very trendy clothing I've seen that, that first episode yeah so yeah she's like I feel like the one who's like the most heavily mocked because she's just so basic and buying Instagram clothes and just cobbling them together and she's the easiest to make fun of because we're all her like she's so relatable like she's just miserably indebted to her boss and has, has a hard time saying no and is wooed by the most disgusting man who you would absolutely sleep with on vacation and it's just it's it's the real drag thing so it's not feel good but i think it's feel better about yourself television i the first season definitely to me spoke to like the service industry professional in me in a way where i'm like this does not make me feel better it does not make it makes me feel worse it makes me feel like uh yeah related for this- sure the service people got the worst. They were the most fucked over in season one, and they have a little bit more of their time in the sun in season okay. two. Yeah, it the is service just people that, get like, very fucked in season one. There's a lot of like, yeah, you would have to just deal with that, or like, yeah, I don't know. It it definitely. I'm excited to finish well, watching it, but we have. I have made promise to my husband, and we don't have a ton of viewing time together. Well, and this is the reminder to Tanya. Jennifer Coolidge's character, who does come back in season two, this is no spoilers, was a piece of shit in season one. Yeah, so yeah. I think. Well, we just whole, love her. We just love Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge. Coolidge. Yeah, she, <laughs> she breaks through the the role, and they kind of let her be Jennifer Coolidge to a certain degree too. I think, but I, I that's the that's my only asterisk for her in season two is like, yes, we love her fabulousness, but she was an absolute asshole, yeah. especially to a specific character. In season one. So, yeah, no, I think, but it's, I've never, I haven't seen this, like, I have a theory, and I was going to write about it in my newsletter, and probably still will, but of, I think that, that thing that brings you in every week, in that Twin Peaks, who killed Laura Palmer, in The Sopranos, who's going to get whacked this week, it's just cool White Lotus has done the, like, well, who, who is going to, are we going to have all the clues to find out who dies every season? I think that's the that's the societal vehicle that brings a gossipy click. That's what makes it like texting about a friend or something where it's the whodunit of it all. Even though yeah. some people don't even care about the murder part of the show. You could just watch yeah. it for the, the fabulous character development. But yeah. I'm like, no, this is the like, and I, I wasn't, I never watched. What's the, what's the 80s one? Like who shot JR? Is it Dallas? Dallas? Yeah. You need, I think if something's going to be a smash, you got to have that weekly. Am I going to learn about the reveal slowly but surely? Sure. You hear that, execs? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's how you make it. I mean, even those, even those, um, like crime of the week have overarching theme a lot of the time, you know, mm-hmm. the ones mm-hmm. that are successful. So. Totally. totally. No, but I'm in, the, I'm in the, I'm in the spirit. I saw, I might cut this out. I saw the worst mean bubbles are the worst card at the Grove at the farmer's market. We picked it up because it had like half Christmas, half Hanukkah on the front. And we're like, and we just watched the Christmica episode of the OC because we're like, oh, good Christmica. one. Um, and we opened it and it was like, well, I knew you weren't celebrating Kwanzaa. Ooh. And that was the card. And we were like, 
Oh, that's our that's our vote for Caruso card right there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that is a card from Caruso's The Grove for hundred percent. It's also just weird seeing like a bulldog that was kind of punk, but it was half Christmas and Hanukkah. Wait. Be like, I know you're white, so I'm gonna take a wild. Swing it was a bulldog time. on the card. Yeah, it was like a just a dog. The card was half blue, half green, half tree, half menorah. We're like, what could this say inside? And we wouldn't we wouldn't have guessed that as the no. reveal. Um, no. So everyone's in the spirit. So wow. <laughs> so wow. Greetings from Rick Caruso's The Grove. Um, Where did he go even? Oh, that's it. That's I actually too. know well, we can't say it on here, but I can I have a lot of information about really? Rick Caruso. Whoa. But we'll oh my God. talk about it. Maybe on okay, our Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. That's- subscribe. Yeah, subscribe, subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> To know where, um, where can they see the chat? No, I don't think so. I'll <laughs> in, our, sure. in our video, oh um, yeah, and oh, that's a good that's a good reminder for a plug. We're on YouTube now, guys. Chris Brennan did bully us into getting a YouTube, and when someone like Chris Brennan says get on YouTube, you listen. So check out our YouTube channel, YT, our YT channel. I believe it's just at What's Your Sign Podcast as the at, but all the links and stuff are in the show notes too. So if you want to see the visual of this if you're listening on the audio form you can watch our faces on youtube oh i gotta see this gossipy chat oh interesting okay well yeah, yeah. I've got so stories. join us we'll talk <laughs> join us on patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast also to get bonus episodes new moon and full moon and uh what recruso is up to over on <laughs> patreon.com <laughs> feels very murky we're a bit what's, have you guys felt the shadow Yes. We're recording a bit. We're recording a little pre retrograde. We are in the shadow. Curious if that's been bubbling up for either one of you. Well, you know, my theory that I heard one time that if you have Mercury in the 12th house, that the shadow period feels most retrograde y. Um, yes. You need a trademark. Like, you need to yeah. put this in to chisel it into stone. Um, but I have had, I just got a bunch of new, like, electronic devices, and mm-hmm. so I've had little glitchy things happening, and, you know, that always is such a panic when it's something new, where you're like, oh, this thing just isn't gonna work, and whatever, but I, um, I really have felt it, like, I couldn't connect, even earlier when I was trying to get on, I was like, I better get on 15 minutes early, just because it's been been really hard for me to get it t- together and it's like these devices are brand new so we shouldn't be having problems hopefully it's just a retrograde mm-hmm. and I have... not and not the technology company's evil plan to make things die after putting them for is. four months <laughs> why not both <laughs> they lean in they're like yes I've... it's then mercury retrograde <laughs> I've definitely been having the just having to do things again or over mm. or like not not awful, but it was like two step authenticator. Oh god, things, which I know we've been dealing with, but awful that like where you devices too, yeah, yes, where you're getting you have to clear. I had to clear something. Uh, I had to like clear my cache because something wasn't loading, and then I lost all of the 
the saved logins on a thing. So you're having to re-put those things in and it's not a huge deal, but it also, I was grateful to be reminded that we're in shadow period because I was like, Oh, you got to do your software updates and things now because you're going to do this in the middle of a mercury retrograde time and then be stressed out and also locked out of all your emails. So, you know, it does feel very Capricorn year end kind of like, I don't, not eyes on the prize, but reminding, I also am feeling more in the Christmas spirit because of this shadow. I feel like reminding myself that at the end of this, what this work is for or what I'm, what I'm trying to get ahead for, or what I'm catching up is to have time off to be with friends and family and, Mm -hmm. and relax a little bit and celebrate and all that. I like put on Christmas music for the first time for the season and was like okay all right begrudgingly i feel like i've been a little bit bah humbug been grinching not on anybody not on anybody else's but i've been you know doing uh removing myself from the equation a little self-exile in that way where i go like i'm not the spirit this year yeah i've been grinching on like i feel like i've had a lot of friends complain about family patterns and I'm I've historically opt out because my family gets truly uh, evil during the holidays. Like there's no other word to describe it. They're just not their best selves during the holiday time. So I usually opt for more low key things. Doesn't mean I don't do any family things. Sometimes I do. It depends on the thing. But I feel like I've been in that grinchy Capricorn way on friends kind of commiserating over like horrible family and being like, you don't have to go. You could set yourself free, actually. You can make your own plans next year. So um, <laughs> that's just been my, I've just been like a little, it doesn't feel devilish because it feels actually like helpful in like the times that I'm connecting with my friends who are having like the holiday blues where I'm like, you don't have, you could skip you, or, or take a year off the holiday blues. It doesn't mean we always have to skip it forever and ever for the history of time, but maybe you do need that year break one of these. And I think I haven't looked too much ahead at, 2024 but i think we're gonna have a very similar retrograde time next holiday season too so maybe this is just if next maybe next year because we're already past the holidays by the time this is out or past the christmas eve hanukkah time holidays maybe if come next year it was like just truly hell on earth might be something to rethink for 2024s. Am I like in the right year? 2023's holiday. I was like season. you're a year ahead. Yeah. But I'm I a also year ahead like, of the year. Ahead. I love. I was like, love that you're already looking ahead, <laughs> thinking that. <laughs> love that very Capricorn season of you. <laughs> it's so earth. It's so earthy time too. That's what I'm feeling. Like I actually am. Cro- I have a. I am on the quest for like what to do list will work for me, and I think it's just coming to terms with that. It's a combination of electronic and paper and having things up in different places. I mean, I'm having sixth house into seventh house times too. So just, it feels so new year-y, you know, just really getting, getting, just checking back what I have. Oh, I just like, look at, I'm like, oh, I'm at the point of my closet too. I just want to take everything out. I'm like, maybe I experiment with having nothing in here and it all sits in a corner. And then I see what I gravitate to. I'm like, I'm ready to put things to the test of how they actually work and function. Mm-hmm. I, I've been having a lot of friends um, that appear to be having holiday woes that aren't admitting that that's what it is mm. and are reaching out with like other really, I don't want to like minimize their problems, but things that I think 
maybe this is stemming from something else or maybe this is like this small thing couldn't really be bothering you the way that I think the larger looming holiday loneliness or just general having to do a lot and having to get a lot and buy stuff and all that kind of thing um and that's been tough to navigate because I don't want to be the friend that's like sounds like you're having a little bit of the holiday like humdrum (laughs) um but I one thing I've made a really conscious choice to do for myself that I would like to impart to listeners and viewers is um if you're having that which I have my family is tough like Mm -hmm. I have a lot of holiday stress and I'm not spending the holidays with them this year I'll be with my husband's family which will be interesting as well you know that it's a different set of a different group of worms um but yeah like I've made an effort to do things like put things on my calendar that I really really want to do and a lot of them are going to exercise and going to do things that I know for a fact my husband won't do with me and I know Mm. like I'm always the person and in my family I have a few cousins and aunts and stuff where I can be like hey I'm doing this yoga class it's 9 a.m it's day after Christmas like and two or three people will be yeses, but I don't have that with his family. And I know he doesn't want to go. So it is kind of making those things traditions for yourself. And mm-hmm. it's an hour. You're allowed that no matter how little time you get to spend with your family during the regular time of year or during the work year. Um, you can always take an hour and go do a class or something fun, uh, mm-hmm. even if you don't have a buddy. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I, uh, let's talk about these, this retrograde stats. stats. I was like the staties. I think that's a great, (laughs) a great, uh, suggestion too. And feels right. I love that this mercury retrograde also is happening kind of, we're in the shadow period as we record now, which began on the 12th of December. Um, as you know, the shadow period also a, a technical thing, um shadow period it begins when we enter the like the degrees that mercury is going to retrograde back over so on the 12th uh mercury hit that eight degrees of capricorn it will officially station retrograde on the 29th of december at 24 degrees and 21 minutes of capricorn um it will be retrograde until the 18th of January when it will station direct at eight degrees and eight minutes of Capricorn. I like that eight, eight. And then we will exit the shadow period. Once it gets back to that 24 degrees and it passes over that, the the degree that it's stationed retrograde at um, around February 7th. Again, that will depend exactly on where you're at. Um, But this one is the start of a earth sign trend for Mercury retrogrades for the year to come. Mm-hmm. as well which obviously as an earth sign i'm slightly nervous about um but we'll see mercury retrograde through the earth signs like we kind of saw this earth air uh air earth retrograde through 2022 so 2023 will be earth signs i like and- the earth because it feels practical in the sense mm-hmm. of kind of what you were talking about stevie of this is to me closet cleaning this is organizing those stacks of paper this is uh you know not to not to be like that's the only thing too but it does feel like we are i don't know moving actual stuff having to contend with actual stuff that is still like you said lisa 
may be concerning depending on <laughs> what stuff we're talking about, but I'm excited having had a taste of it with those earth airs. Mm-hmm. It feels like, nah, I want to like clean out this. St- I want the stuff taken care of. I want that gone. Yeah. I want it organized. Tangible things. Yeah. To me is mm-hmm. like repeating yourself and no one getting it. That's like Mercury <laughs> retrograde yeah, that's cat to me. But I could see a lot of the more tangible stuff and organizational stuff and work and money and closet and tangibles. So yes. Well, well I think that also is that staying like sticking to your your schedule your rules your boundary mm-hmm. and not in a way where you are being in unaware of what the reality of a situation is like not being so like we're sticking to this schedule no matter what but that having to assert that same boundary over and over and over again as like I don't know, thinking of when you're newly like training a a dog or something, or you're trying to develop a new habit, uh, that the early stages of that are you having to also like remind other people that you have this new thing that you are doing a new, I don't know, whatever schedule consideration you have to make having to do that. And also yourself, the same thing of going like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. We're doing this Mm -hmm. like, or I'm doing that. I'm going to bed at this time. I'm going to bed at this time my bedtime is this time I can't hang out like <laughs> but yeah letting people know what you're trying to do no I think I think the earth I'm excited for earth maybe it's because air too or this earth air times we've had for me has been very technological so I'm hoping this maybe this earth is more just I feels more maybe action oriented like I could see it people maybe people backing down on the things they're going to do, like the action-y things that they, and maybe that comes back to the air things of saying things. But a lot of um, astrologers, like or podcasts or whatever I listen to, I feel like not many people have been too worried about the earth retrogrades, which has been interesting to hear because of that groundedness of earth. So I think too, maybe if it is sticking to, you know, doing you and and also it's hard to not bring that up with Jupiter and Aries because that moved into it today too. So we're having like a lot of fire, you know, at least in this time as well, but squaring off with Capricorn, it's like, there's a lot of things and a lot of options and a lot of, there's a lot of places you could put your energy, but also there's a lot of places we could say no (laughs) and not do it and regroup. And even um, the train ride with a lot of kids, I was just like, yeah, I don't want to wait in line. Like I'd like to go on the train but I don't want to wait in line more. So that's the, that's where the decision is coming from. Maybe after the holidays, if I still even want to do it, like it's not, I think it's like knowing like what things are really important to you and you want to make them happen or what, where we can have that, that flexibility. And I think Cardinal Cardinal Capricorn too, with this is also about authority and power. And maybe, um, I don't know. It just feels, it feels like, so good for the end of the year of like kind of getting in touch with who who you are and what you're trying to set out here to do. And I think it's hard to not talk about the Mercury retrograde with also Mars retrograde too, mm-hmm. because we're going to be experiencing them at the same time. They're both going to go direct around the same time as well with January 12th for Mars and January 18th for, for Mercury. And so both at feel- eight degrees. And both at eight degrees. So of like, different signs, but I like that eight degree and it no, does that's feel cool. like. I, because. Mars 
is in a Mercury ruled sign as we are yeah. having Mar as we are having Ooh, both yeah. Mercury and Mars retrograde. It does feel like we're kind of calling in Capricorn where also mm-hmm. Mars is exalted. It's not a Mars ruled sign, but it is a sign that Mars thrives in having those two energies kind of working together, but not does feel like we're bringing in almost like an outside consultant to wrap up this Mars retrograde to go back through and see like, <laughs> what did we miss? What else needs to be in place? What systems are not quite where we need them to be, especially because this station we station retrograde conjunct Venus at 24 degrees of Capricorn, and then Venus is going to go off and do her thing for a minute, although I think we are still maybe together a little bit longer. Um, and then... Yeah, starting with the Venus conjunction is pretty interesting. Yeah. And it feels very like... It feels like researching all the great trips you want to take next year. <laughs> like It feels like looking up the school that maybe you want to enroll in next year. It feels like getting really, if you have to sink your teeth into knowing what you want to actually set out and do Capricorn doesn't hit the streets without a plan. Like it's not going to just going to free ball it more like Aries or, or, you know, some other signs. So I think, I think just because Venus is there with money and values and like things that are rewarding, like it does seem to be like a nice reminder too of like, just cause it's kind of boring and sucky right now. It's like, it's cause it's going to be like not so much later. So maybe like do the things that get you ready, like, like selling your clothes to maybe make some cash to go on like a trip with a friend or whatever it might be. So yeah, no, it all feels like very charged and it, there's like a harmony or like a, well, we have that sex. Doesn't feel that conflicting. So stations on the 29th and we have a sextile to Neptune on the first and we have that same sextile again, uh, as we are leaving after we've stationed direct, right as we leave the shadow period, mm-hmm. um, we also have a trine to Uranus uh, in Taurus, Uranus and Taurus with this Mercury retrograde as well, which we saw earlier in the month in Capricorn season with that trines from Venus. So this also feels again like a continuation of the Capricorn Venus story of like, what are we actually transforming where are we bringing new ideas into like being where are we shaking things up a little bit and what are the things if you've been talking about a thing for a long time like let's what do you need to get it done what are we doing because venus is kind of like moving forward and then mercury is also like all right here let's you know tie tying up these loose ends fix fixing these structures but also with the intent of us still kind of i don't know moving forward change breaking some patterns too with this trying to Uranus and then I, Mars direct. I have a, um, a vision in my head of a Christmas story, not the, not the actual a Christmas story, but any Christmas story where I think there is this kind of common theme of, you know, maybe the parents are usually, I think it's the dad who kind of gets, his priorities out of whack during the holidays. And I think Capricorn can be very ranky. And, you know, I think having those things out of order can be really distressing, especially when Mm -hmm. we're talking about things like our Mm. children and our family and like world hunger, things that are like really, really big and important. And, you know, a lot of that stuff gets blown away 
during this time of year by gift giving and hanging up lights and doing things that are a little bit more performative and a little less meaningful than actually being there and helping, helping set the table and those kind of things. So I think having um, this Mercury retrograde might kind of out of whack your priorities or your mm. things a little bit. And so having Again, with Venus being involved, having values to come back to, having ideas of what the kind of person we want to be. I think Capricorn definitely is a sign that views themselves from the outside a lot, whether it's negatively like I think Capricorns can get stuck in that kind of negative. I need to be I needed this or whatever. But I think having I mean, one of the things that I've been working on because I have a lot of actual work to do and it's on my feet and I'm tired is like, Hey, if you can't put on makeup or nice clothes today, just wear your yoga outfit and have a good attitude because it doesn't matter how good you look or how much, how much makeup you put on today or how, how the your bags under your eyes aren't showing. If you come in like a dark cloud into every room. So I think that having those ideas about what what do I really want to do who do I really want to be what are the things that are really important to me and trying to come back to them throughout Capricorn season and throughout this Mercury retrograde could be really valuable again those things might be confused because it is retrograde but having ideas that we're musing on and ruminating on and deciding and and testing you know I think Mercury retrograde as long as they're not you know huge scientific experiments that are going to ruin you know millions of years of the earth or something yeah, don't make the new atom bomb stuff. but well i like yeah. that too thinking of I this also as like an earth calling time. capricorn ranky it's like yeah. it, it feels like <laughs> they a, are like, though it's like a pleasant it's not a it maybe just smells so, smells like rank it <laughs> sounds like rank like y'all ranky <laughs> i like it <laughs> they ranky i like this earth sign too thinking of I love everything that you said, and I love the Christmas story analogy because I think that that's true. It is the like getting your priorities in whack and kind of back in alignment. I said in whack instead of out of whack. Okay. Um, <laughs> hey, when it's retrograde, get back in yeah, whack. Get back. You need to get your priorities whack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but thinking about also how this might be a time when people are taking a break from technology. And while mm -hmm. that might not be not a full on break, but those things of like, you are maybe having some more face-to-face -face conversations with people. You're doing more phone call versus texting and something. You are on a vacation with someone. You are out in a rural, snowy, stuck area or something where you're having some sort of limited thing and you are having to maybe like be a little bit more I don't know, in your in your earthly surroundings, whether that be actually just how you are feeling in your physical body. I think that this also, this Mercury retrograde, if we're thinking of this as a time when we're just like, how are we communicating with each other and how are we, how is our like mental going? I think this is a time when we are often very acutely aware of how we are feeling physical because we are traveling, we're eating holiday foods and different things. We're maybe sleeping more or we're sleeping less and how those things are affecting us. And so I think even of thinking of it just as like those practical, again, this like habit forming 
momentum building, these things add up. And if you are disappointed with how those things have added up for you this year, what are we wanting to do about this differently going forward? If we have not feel like if we don't feel like we have lived up to our Venus values that we have set for ourselves. What do we need to go back and kind of supplement? Are there conversations we need to have? Are there apologies? Are there new things? We didn't get our Christmas things together. Maybe we're having lunch with friends after because we didn't we couldn't do it in the holiday and all, all of these kinds of things but thinking of it i think that time literal time element with saturn and capricorn mm-hmm. and you know i know that's a lot of things melded together but no that all sounded like accountability it sounded like capricorn accountability even just saying to apologize yeah, like sometimes it's you can't move forward if you don't acknowledge things that might have happened in the past, whether it's how you set out on a goal, how you start a relationship, maybe like something with a friend, whatever it is, or like, hey, I know like you couldn't like give me a raise this first year because we're a new company, but it's been three years now and maybe it's time to talk about this. So I think it's never too late to bring up things that are preventing you from feeling like you can move forward with insert whatever it is you can move forward now is mercury retrograde maybe the best time to do that i don't know sometimes it is a good time to reconvene and reconnect and do those things i think even if it's just within yourself too of right. this being like a I, this is important to me you know i'll you know who knows that's a whole nother oh, <laughs> conversation we could have about apologies but i think of going like it's important to me that we do that like that i express this or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Go on. I think it's again, prioritizing and understanding your relationships with those people. I mean, I reconnected with an old friend recently and I was kind of nervous because I hadn't seen him in, in probably seven years. And like, we had a really nice time, but I think we're both under the like impression that we're kind of starting over. Like we haven't, Mm -hmm. we don't know each other anymore. Um, but it was still really nice. And I think Mm. kind of my thing was like, when he asked me to hang out, I was like, Oh, this person's always been like a safe person. Why would today be the day that suddenly he's going to like rob me or something, you know? (laughs) Like, so it is understanding. I think who those people are that can accept an apology, who those people are that might Mm. need an apology, who the people are that you're hurting more by bringing up stuff. You know what I mean? Knowing the difference And those are going to be the things that I think are, again, a little bit harder to kind of suss out during a retrograde. You know what else that just reminded me, made me think of is this like, oftentimes the thing that something needs is time. And it's the one thing that you cannot speed up or go back and do or whatever. So to be mindful of that during this retrograde in both how you're also going like, oh man, I wish I was further, but you can't like the... You can't force in, it. Yeah. In 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 thinking of yourself in a ranky way of going like, I haven't accomplished enough. Is it like, are you putting, are you judging this with the accurate amount of time that you've had to do this or nah? Uh, and then also then regulating, like, give it, give it time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I do have the sapien symbols for yes. the beginning of the the eight degrees cap and the 24 degrees cap if we want to. All right. Maybe close Later, that with those might give us some insight and and thanks for recapping the shadow period too, Julia, because I think um sometimes I, I've heard this recently from mainly from friends who listen who are like, 
sometimes you say things I don't know what they mean, but I'm still very interested. I'm like, oh, right. I always think we're still dumb bitch astrology, but sometimes we say things that might not know. So good recap or that people haven't heard every yeah. we haven't listened to every single episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, and there's a lot with astrology. It's a language we're all still constantly learning. But I think what's a good reminder and what I'm going to share with these degrees, since they kind of mark the, sh the shadow start and end times is we might see repeat themes from those few weeks before the Mercury retrograde, those few weeks after. Um, so it's not just a close ended Mercury retrogrades over, which I think is also always the case when we're talking about Capricorn, since it is a sign of, of legacy and legacy and building and um, they don't you know, forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember the dumb shit you did, but I love this. This eight degrees of cap is an angel carrying a harp. Also, I'm going to put a pen and say it's Sabian symbols. There's a basically a cryptic vision thing for each symbol of the Zodiac we've talked about in previous episodes, but just come along for this ride and check out the symbology. But we have an angel carrying a harp. And basically, um, this is from James Burgess's website. The whole recap is just, it's very lovely. It's like everything flows within us and around us. When we can hear the universal sound of this action, then we are in alignment with life itself. So, and isn't that a great reminder that Capricorn is an earth sign? So maybe if we are feeling frustrated, not on our goal path, whatever, go stand next to a tree and feel small, you know, like and realize, wow, I'm I get to even pursue my dreams. That is an accomplishment not everybody gets to do. Mm -hmm. So sorry, just I checked know. your ass, but just had to <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I know one of the things they say to do when you're jet lagged, like big flight us to australia or you know what really really a long way Adderall. away um yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what the me medical people advise no holistically like they say to mm. put your feet in the grass and just like feel Touch that things. walk around feel it on your feet and they say it helps you like reground after like the long flight or whatever mm -hmm. um which i think is also a good strategy for what what you're talking about like grounding if if why don't you put your hand on the tree and see what it feels like mm -hmm. or like you know what i mean i also think because mm -hmm. the angels carrying a harp could be a nice time to listen to some classical music some harp music i don't know i i think music has a lot of power and it's very capricorn likes a trade you know too and things that are very rustic and of, of that realm so it feels appropriately capricorn and then for 24 degrees of Capricorn, uh, I am changing. Sometimes the saving symbols have problematic language. So I'm going to update this. But if you see it, these online, were channeled turn like a, of the century. Yeah. Um, so we're going to use, I'm we can gonna find them useful with, with also updating the language in a way that is less hurtful to folks. I think we just call these Persian rugs now. I think I did Google this before, and it seems like we can safely call these um, either like Islamic world rugs or Persian rugs. They have the old school term, which I'm sure we all know what I'm talking about right now. But anyways, uh, we'll just call it a rug dealer. So this is a rug dealer. So uh, talking about trade and also this convergence of tradition, spirit, spirituality and commerce. Because I should say that these rugs could be used for, for prayers as well. And something that was said at this, at the end of this recap was, Modern society generally has too much concern over trivialities. A certain type of person will ignore a hung hungry person as they walk past carrying their food. When we prioritize our purchases to align with our values, just want to come back to some words we've been talking about. Um, 
we spend as an aspect of our principles. So spending with alignment of manufacturers, also thinking about this could help in moderating shameful slave labor and irresponsible raw materials practices. So back to very Capricorn earthy stuff too. I mean, holy fuck, wouldn't that be cool if we all collectively made the goal to like, I don't know, make our carbon put, footprint even smaller. And I know we always come back to this because it is these big corporations doing this shit and they suck. So maybe it's also us writing to our politicians to get their asses in check because good Lord, we do need to act on climate change yesterday, hundred years yesterday. And yeah, I think that there's, I don't know. I like this one feels very cryptic. I mean, it is at the end of this Mercury retrograde too. So we might see what this means, but something about trade cool. and culture and um, putting our money where our mouths are a little to bit. To get there, I think for that being the opening where we station direct and going back to going like, how do we make our thoughts, actions, structures, life schedules, things like that uh, in alignment with that, that is a big undertaking and does require you, isn't, mm -hmm. isn't uh, un untenable, but also does require thought and intention mm -hmm. for sure. My family's I... Middle Eastern and, and they own carpet places, rug and carpet and flooring stores. And I think one of the things that I always think of, because it's like my aunts and uncles, it's not my my mom or, you know, like mm -hmm. people I talk to, but I don't know like that much about their business. Um, but one thing that came to mind for me is that like a rug usually has a purpose in your house. Mm -hmm. um, you're usually using it to like avoid scuffing a floor under a, a piece of furniture or table or something to avoid like things getting dirty. Um, or, you know, we have them in the restroom, like outside of the shower, people have them for all different reasons. Um, and that people, there is the saying of sweeping something under the, that people use them for purposes they're not supposed to be used for and stuff. And I never really considered them like a spiritual object because I've been around them so much, but that like, that to me is such an interesting metaphor thinking about the way we use spirituality and the way we use our astrology and our religions and all of the things that people consider to make themselves spiritual um, and how we, we use those things to, again, sweep things under the rug, like to hide things and to make, make ourselves seem a certain way and stuff. So that that's kind of what came to mind for me for um, that Sabian symbol. I love, I love it. And well, and just one last thing, because it just jumped out to me on this recap too was, and this is a pull quote, and you saying this, Lisa, maybe like made my eyes find this on the page, but as anyone knows, or any, as anyone knows who has attempted to become a small trader, the fool and their money are easily parted. To engage in trade is to be involved in diplomatic cultural exchange and to develop understanding of another nation's values in ways, it, in ways is no small thing. So I think too, like, I think this talks about on the flip of Capricorn is cancer, which can be very nationalistic. We don't talk about those sort of things with Capricorn. You know, Capricorn knows wants to hit a larger mark, a larger market, which includes reaching out to your neighbors. So I think it's just a lot there. They also mentioned, I'm so curious when this was written about, they said, whether we think of the Silk Road or eBay, and I'm like, the Silk Road, isn't that like the old dark web where you could buy like crystal meth? And stuff. Do you guys remember the Silk I'm Road? I'm sure it's, it's a reference to like the, the literal. Oh, the old the Silk trading. Road, like oh, literally yeah. the trade routes. <laughs> that makes more sense. 
I'm thinking of the dark web marketplace found. Okay. Yeah. That was founded in 2011. Oh, and that was named. See, this is why we have to know history folks. So this, I know the, why the w- drug website was named the silk road. <laughs> yeah. Immigrants often move to, uh, when they move, start businesses that are about providing things people need or want. Like you'll, you'll notice a lot of the essential businesses from COVID are run by like liquor stores yeah. and gas stations and, and, flooring and stuff that people like they want to always need this solid foundation in their if they're starting a business in a new country i mean you know you're not gonna be like here's my organic like art Mm -hmm. community or whatever where people are like we don't understand this here's a doily Um, for your doll's house (laughs) still do that if that's your thing but you know understand that it might not be instant success or or long lasting that's that makes me think of inflation, though. I feel like I've heard many people be like, what trade do I learn now with? Like, how do I learn to make my own shit or not buy the shit or have jobs that are recession proof? So that with Uranus in the mix as well, it maybe you you can do that. But also in this same system that we have, we're just going to keep hitting these things. Oh, so maybe that's not the problem we need to yeah, solve. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Nope. If everyone just keeps changing what they're doing every time. <laughs> every uh, time. Irking responsibility. This just reminded, yeah, I was like, speaking of Capricorn and accountability, uh, this just reminded me of the Big Lebowski when he keeps saying the rogue really tied the room together. And <laughs> well, it does. Feels, it has know, a purpose. Like, but I'm like, that also feels like the perfect uh, cap on all of it where it's like, how do we cap? <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, the how do we get to that like harmonious angel heart place mm-hmm. how do we bring it all together uh the rug. Getting, and we're getting there's no real rough aspects to mercury this whole time it's all very encouraging we have a square to chiron um yeah. on the 11th but i think again this is a thematic if you've listened to our capricorn episode i think this is all again reiteration and kind of um routine and what's the word like repetition doing things over and over again Some all of that is very yeah i'm like very capricorn to me and so i think even having this within capricorn season as in general that square to chiron is one that we've already encountered it is a it is a reoccurring aspect in capricorn season so it is like those days when when you are feeling disheartened maybe about the way the ways that you have organized your life or discouraged that people aren't recognizing you even though you've put your values in the right place or whatever that you are missing out on a thing that you're uh having to make a sacrifice or feel pain as a result of something else that we're doing and that to to kind of reiterate that that is part of this experience that happens sometimes and how do we how do we move forward when our feelings are hurt or when we are feeling a little tender? I like it. Yeah. I think this will be, oh, it's just, it's another Mercury retrograde. Yeah. But it feels yeah. purposeful. Yeah. I mean, they're all at purpose, but this, it doesn't feel as hasty. It's more ranky. It's ranky. It's not hasty. It's ranky. Okay. Gnarly. Ranky word of 2023. Let's make Ranky happen. Ranky. Stop trying to make Ranky happen. <laughs> this year ranks. Um, <laughs> this is the last up of 2022, guys. Just a wow. Well, happy New Year. Happy yeah. New Year. We'll be Let's... we'll be back in 20. We'll be back in 2023. 
Well, yeah. Wow. Wow. What Let's a year. I know. Great job. What a year. We'll take time to reflect on it during mm-hmm. this retrograde. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Where was I? The we first don't time be... I'll look back this whole what year. Happened? Okay. Yeah. What the fuck happened? <laughs> well, I had a dream we all got married. It's so weird. Oh, no. <laughs> it's be silly. We we would never. <laughs> Us. Us. Uh, nah. We love you. Happy retrograde. We'll be fine. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Does Another kick off the new time. year. Yeah, I'm like kicks off the new year, year, but happens happens three to four times a year every year without fail. So we're mm-hmm. fine. We love you. Happy happy new year. What <laughs> dour new note year. to end on me? We're we're fine. We're fine. Do you believe me? Okay. <laughs> we, we love you guys. First episode, Julia yeah. has a Zoom background. She's like, I'm fine. We're fine. What, You're fine. What, what? What? Okay. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast on Twitter at what's YR sign underscore pod and TikTok at what's your sign podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us, what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chanu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.